you're listening to the Created Fab Podcast with the one and only, one and only, Fabiola. This season series is on the adventures and struggles of being a believer because it can be real out here on these streets. Hello world, it's me, Fabiola. I am here for another awesome episode um, of another Creative Fab um, podcast. And the series is called The Adventures and Struggles of Being a Believer. So I have a great friend of mine, his name is Sterling, and he is going to, um, let me let you introduce yourself. Sterling, please <laughs> introduce yourself. I'm always like bad at introducing myself because I never know what to say outside my name. But hi, I'm Sterling. I, <laughs> I'm currently in Arizona with my family, but my home is in New York. I live in Brooklyn. I've been attending C3NYC for about uh, a year and a half now, um, or maybe over two years, and that's where I met the amazing Fabiola. Oh, so awesome. So today, what we're going to be talking about is faith, okay? And the reason why I specifically chose Sterling, because is that, man, I haven't known him for that long, but I just love every conversation that I have with him is usually about, it, it, well, we have many conversations, but his faith strikes out to me. Mm. And what I love about it is wow. truly the, the transparency and the humility that he operates in, in dealing with his faith. A lot of people are afraid or, or just really don't like to admit that, nah, man, I'm struggling. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? But despite the fact that they're struggling, you know, despite the fact that he's been, like, he has his struggle moments, he's still pushing forward. And that's the thing with God. God is just like, yeah, like, I made you. I know what, you know, I know what situation you're in. Like, I'm the one who's growing you. So I know that you're going to be struggling. Like, I know that. But the whole point is he wants us to keep moving forward. So in this, um, like I said, in this awesome adventure that we're going through as believers, that's something that we do deal with. We deal with faith, the struggles of faith. But as, as, we, um, as the struggles come in and as we um, override those hurdles, these awesome adventures come out of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of tears, a lot of un- um, being uncomfortable, <laughs> but... <laughs> There are, like God has an awesome adventure that we go with him on. So tell me, Sterling, give me, give me, um, tell me, what do you think about all of this, about faith and the struggles and all that other stuff? Yeah, it's, um, my faith has definitely been put to the test in numerous different aspects of this season with COVID-19, but also even before COVID-19, if I'm going to be honest with you, like there has been, this season I've been grateful for this season and of course I am talking from a place of privilege because I'm grateful and I count my blessings every day that my family is safe that um, they still have jobs my stepmom is a nurse and you know she's working as well too and we're all safe and protected by God's covering and we all have food in the house and our finances are good and well and so I'm very grateful for that and that doesn't put a veil over my face, over the suffering and the affliction that other people are enduring and going through. So I pray over that. But I've also been experiencing moments of of, cl- I, of clarity, but also moments of suffering. Mm. And one thing I've been realizing is that when it comes to my faith, direction comes from discomfort. 
I've had numerous encounters with God in every single, in the biggest, the moments, the seasons of my life where I've grown the mo- most in my faith has been in seasons of discomfort. Mm. And specifically what 2020 has been looking like for me, it's been great with the amount of friends I've had, um, not the amount, but the quality mm. um, of my friendships and also my church home, C3 NYC. I love it. It's a gift factor. I've grown so much in my faith and in prayer and in teaching and my prophetic gifts. And I'm so grateful for that. And being back home in Arizona, my family's home, it's been really allowed me to really re- how can I articulate this? Really to reminisce, reminisce on my adventure and my story in New York. Like I said, there's been facets of my story that I've been really flourishing and successful and I love. And there's been other areas of my life where I simply, I'm going to be honest, haven't been seeing that much fruit being produced. Um, one of them is my finances. Um, I've been blessed and privileged that you know god is this has been a year where the father is really showing me he's like let me father you you know let me he he reveals different he he's multifaceted he's mysterious as we all know of course and he has countless titles but a title that he's really been putting an emphasis on in this season is provider yes and so i actually by the end of december God called me to leave two jobs that I was working. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, you wild, but okay. Who? I was like, you know what? Let me, I had a big issue with trust. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't see over the fence. What do you have for me? Like that I can cling on to, that I can look forward to. And that was my Achilles heel. And that is a lot of other believers Achilles heel when it comes to, yeah. I don't trust God sometimes, mm-hmm. even though the scripture says it, like I, I need to experience that. My heart needs to believe it too on top of my mind, you know? So, but I realize deep down almost, uh, I've had a past history of not trusting God in various aspects of my life. And I was talking with a great friend of mine. And he was kind of counseling me through that and going, taking me through exercises. And I came to the conclusion, I said, you know what? I'm going to leave both of these jobs. And even though I don't know what's on, I don't know what tomorrow holds. I know who holds tomorrow. So let me acknowledge my feelings, but also let me discern my, what I feel versus what is real. And what is real is his word. It's the same yesterday. It's the same today. It's the same tomorrow. You know, seasons may change cultures may change the mindset of human beings on this world may change as we've seen time and time again like whether it's architecture whether it's new fads trends music clothing everything those change but the only thing that's consistent is god himself so i was like i know i can trust you and also a prayer to help me with my mistrust the things that i lack my trust in specifically my finances because that was the central reason as to why I had a fear of leaving my jobs was because like where am I where's my next paycheck going to come from you know how are you going to provide like I rent you know utilities groceries I was thinking like next month the month after that he's like but do you trust me 
Mm. It's like, do you trust me? Why are you worrying about next month when next month isn't even promised for you? Like, why don't we worry about today? Why don't we worry about this week? So that's been a big thing. And so I was like, you know what? I trust you. And one thing that I've been learning as of like starting last week was that uh, it's a quote from C.S. Lewis. God is safe. No, God is not safe, but he is good. In order for us to experience, (laughs) eyes just dilated, yeah. God (laughs) is not safe, but he is good. God is dangerous, man. God is very dangerous. He will tell you things that you're just like, I didn't want to hear that, or I did not think that was the time, but I humble myself and say, hey, you know what? This is a friendly reminder and a scary reminder that your timing is greater than my own timing. Right. You know? So I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, I think uh, I I came back to Arizona March 18th um, from like January, February and March. I was struggling financially. He really had to, in order to experience his great glory, I had to be humble truly and learn to ask for help. Mm-hmm. As humiliating as it was, we all are humans, male or female, me as a male, like my pride gets in the way and it's just like, no, I want to be the provider. I want to be a blessing so I can bless other people. Right, right. And God's like, I know that. And that's down the line where you're, ex- you're going to experience that glory, but you also have to get through this season first yeah. so you can humble yourself and realize how, how important it is. Mm-hmm. Not, because it's not this idea of, I'm asking for help out of, it's not vain. You know, it's, it's humbling yourself before me and knowing that I'm going to use other people, your friends and family, to financially provide for you. But are you going to step out in faith and trust me with that? And that was hard, man, because sometimes it would be like the last day before rent was due. And I was like, I'm going to ask nobody. Like, I was like, God, you're going to make a way out of no way. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I made a way. I, your friend texted you saying, hey, are you good? Do you need help? Yeah. I'm not going to make a million dollars fall from the sky. I, he can do that. Right. Like, it, anything right. is possible yeah. with anything God. Is possible. But like, right. When I asked him to open up my eyes for opportunities and he opened up my eyes, as scary as it was to step out and take that step and that leap of faith, I needed to do it. Um, and I need to humble myself in going back to this theme of 2020. I needed to, and I have a desire to allow the father to father me as hard as it is. Because I'm out here, you know, striving to be independent, saying, I got this, I can do it on my own. But the father's like, my grace is sufficient for you. Why are you acting like you are greater than my grace? Why are you yeah. trying to walk in your own understanding? Why don't you just, why don't you come back to trust and lean on me and acknowledge mm. me in all of your ways? Um, with the lack of materialistic things and finances that you do have, because yes, your bank account is low, but your bank account does not define you. Your bank account is Amen. not your identity. First Amen. of all, he said, I am your bank account. Okay. I'm the sole benefactor of the bank That's account, right. your bank account. So like, Unlimited. watch me do my work, you know? That's right. So I realized, I was like, okay, God, let me stop putting you in a box and let me expand my mindset of you. And I believe it's in Ephesians. I want to get this right. I believe Ephesians chapter two, where it says, and I'm, uh, God is able to do far more abundantly. Ephesians 3.20. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that correction. <laughs> Ephesians 3, because I was like, I, I'm reading the book of Ephesians, and I was like, I know I read it a few days. Yeah, yeah, Ephesians 3.20, yeah. He is um, able to provide far more than what we can ask, imagine, or think. That's it. You know? So I've been learning to dream big and then dream bigger. Right, right. God is able, and he wants us to dream bigger, and he wants us to dream in detail, too. Yes. He wants us to mm-hmm. write down our dreams so consistently right. 
pray over them. That's so right. So I came out here. Oh, let me I, give uh, a scripture for that one. Yes. To back it up. Habakkuk 2 and 4. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Habakkuk that's 2 and 4, one. where it talks about, like, you know, God, um, um, I hate when that happens. Like, I know I'm not well, It was paraphrasing, but it's like write down it's basically, the vision. Yeah, write down the vision and make it plain so that anybody mm -hmm. who sees it, they can run with it. I have a perfect example of that because God, and maybe because I'm a visual learner, you know, um, and, and because I am a seer and a prophet, you know, God works with me visually. This mm -hmm. right here is actually like my dream book. Wow. Yeah. And like, this is what I did at the beginning of this year. You see, to motivate my faith. Mm-hmm. You see, and he lived, yeah. and I, he said, just put everything, put everything in here. It just so happened to be sitting here, and this is just all of my stuff that I put on here. And like, I wanted to, my relationship to continue to grow. And this is our, you know, this is all it. I, um, I have my, where is it? My podcast. You started that this year. Yeah, I did that. Um, I did this on December thirty first, and coming in this year. And I believe wow. that this thing is going to blow up because it's going to help a lot of people. So I even created my own PR paperwork right here. I want to yeah. travel. I have it all written here. So whenever I do feel down and these moments are like kicking me in the butt, this is my this is my book that the Holy Spirit inspired me to create and then was with me when I was creating it. Exactly. And that's the thing. He was with me when I was creating it because I said, Lord, like not my will, but your will, your be, will done. be done. You know, mm -hmm. so let me have the desires of your heart. Because I think mm. that when you allow God to morph or change the desires of your heart into his, you know, into his desires, right? you won't get disappointed when your stuff didn't work out because what you didn't realize was that that thing that you wanted to work out was not necessarily number one in God's plan. It may not necessarily was good for you. Mm, that's true. That's true. But anyway, that's very true. continue. And even uh, the complete opposite of just like, if you are chasing after something, like for me as an actor, if I'm pursuing my dream of storytelling and acting full time mm -hmm. in faith, because yeah. I know God gave me that vision at a very early age in, in my life. And I hear more no's than yeses on auditions. You know, I, uh, I remember about two years ago, I nearly got in the final rounds of callbacks for a Broadway show. And wow. they said no. Mm. And I was so disappointed but, and so sad. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'm not going to let this derail my destiny. That's right. Like, this is still this, the path that God has me for. Like, it requires sacrifice. It does. Like, God never said it's go it was going to be easy, but, like, I'm still going to walk on. in faith. Like, it's Come never going to, I think people just have this, I feel like people have this preconceived notion of, like, oh, you're a Christian, so everything yeah, comes easy. Exactly. And it's just That's like, we are still human beings, bone of bone, flesh of flesh. Like, we came into this world, but we are not of this world. Of this world that is right. the only difference, yeah, you know? That's right. So we, we rely and lean on a higher power and have faith that is greater than us. I don't That's have it. faith in myself. I have right. faith in God and the Holy Spirit who's working within me. Right, right. So I got to Arizona in May eight no sorry march 18th and honestly it got to a point where i was just praying over a financial miracle specifically you know what came. before you even tell that story can you mm -hmm. please explain what happened with the whole the fact that you ended up getting those two um like you left the jobs and then the two opportunities that came oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. please do so that's actually another aspect so i got um and somebody actually prophesied this over me back in december pastor samuel at the queen's location but he I got two uh, acting jobs mm -hmm. in New York. I've been in New York for two and a half years now, and I've just been praying that like, my acting career can get rolling. And I got two acting jobs back to back, 
one of them was A Raisin in the Sun at Columbia University School of the Arts. And then a week later, I got a call from a director um, at the Shakespeare Forum in East Harlem, and they asked me to be a part of Macbeth. So Columbia is in West Harlem. So I was uh, in rehearsal for that. And literally the day, the last day of our performance, our closing closing performance was going to be the first day of rehearsal for Macbeth. So I literally had no break in between, but I was like, hey, I prayed for this. I prayed for an uncommon blessing. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not complaining at all. Um, and so I was in rehearsal for Raising in the Sun for about maybe two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. And COVID started drastically hitting New York. And so they uh, closed rehearsals indefinitely. I don't believe, honestly, the director hasn't given us a definite answer, but I don't believe that show is going to be continuing. Macbeth, um, has, is not continuing. We um, are not going to do that for this year. And Raising the Sun specifically because he was an academic student. Mm. And we all know with the schools, they're not opening back up until definitely like hopefully the fall. Right. So, and he was a grad student. Um, I'm at peace with it. It's unfortunate, but I know and I have faith that if God opened up these two opportunities for me before, imagine what he can do after. Yeah. And I was shook at how I handled it I was like I feel like I should be really upset I feel like I should be mourning hard that these opportunities have been stolen from me are are, are now dissipated they're now gone but I'm just like so is life like this it is what it is it's out of my control I think for the first time because of my faith and because of these prayers and just honestly just coming to God raw spiritually naked and truthful he's really been doing a work in my heart and a lot of things that I thought I would mourn over I'm not because I'm just like this isn't the end of the world like I still know my destiny I still know my path I'm still walking in faith like I'm exactly where I need to be right now as hard as it is in some areas of my life as joyful and prosperous as it is in other areas of my life I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, and I think yeah. that even with that whole situation, um, because I mean, I've been thinking about it, honestly. Um, and I think that this is, just a, this is just a revelation that I've gotten like within the past two days or so. Um, I think that God gives us like, okay, sometimes what we go through in the physical is a manifestation of what's going on in the spiritual. 100%. The way that I, what I believe what you went through, right? You had an appetizer. Mm, I love that. <laughs> you you got it. Because it felt like an appetizer. It. I was like, this is only the beginning. No, this seriously. Beginning. It was just, it was a taste. You know, he was trying to wet your palate. Because the thing is that God had to work on you. Mm. Oh, that's deep. He had to work on you to, to, to basically, um, to wet, to, to, to get you riled up, right? Because you have to trust mm-hmm. him have that faith. And then you took the, and he said, please leave the job. It was hard for you, but you did it. And then you had a moment that you trusted God enough to walk away from your job. Right. And then mm-hmm. allow, allow God to, um, to, to, to be like, okay, let me do me. And then you had an op and by you allowing him to do him, you had an opportunity to see what he can do. God knew that COVID-19 was coming. You had no, none of us had any clue Mm-mm. that COVID-19 was coming, but God knew. He knew that you would have been able to do the, one, of the, um, one of the plays, but not the other. He knew. Like, it was all strategic. 
Do you understand? And I'm a firm believer that I really believe with this whole COVID-19 thing, like this is God opportunity. You know, of course, like God doesn't intentionally harm us anything crazily like that, but he will put us like, he will use anything, you know, for his glory. And it's like, you have this whole opportunity and that was an opportunity for you to trust him, to walk it out by faith. He lets you, you know, get a taste of that goodness right there. You know what I mean? Just taste and see that the Lord is good and you tasted Mm. it. You've seen Mm -hmm. it. You know that it's possible. You understand that's what I'm ironically saying? my scripture. Uh, um, uh, no, that's not my scripture of the year, but it was Psalms twenty-seven, thirteen that my pastor, Pastor Fillmore, uh, gave to me. He he said, "I'm confident in this that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living." He's like, "I believe that's your scripture for this year," and I was like, "One hundred percent. Let's do it. Let's go." Yeah, being in the spiritual, but also seeing it, man, believing and speaking it out into existence that's that right. it's going to manifest in this in the physical. Amen. And that's 100% true because like by you having this time to sit down and think, you even said it, this is a time to reminisce. This is a time mm. to think about it, to think about all of that. You know what I mean? To think about, oh man, like God's, like be bl- thankful for what you have to be, uh, think about like, okay, how the Lord has blessed me, like the experience that I've had within these past few months. And then this is a time to just chill out. Mm-hmm. It, it's for everybody. Everybody had a chance to just chill the heck out for a moment. Like whether you use that time right <laughs> or wrong, that's up to you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But this is yeah. a time to chill out. And now that everything is kind of winding down, then it's just like, all right, God. Like, oh, this is me because I'm just like, all right, God. Like, I know what you've done before, but what you about to do? Like, what's next? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what's next? And then the thing is that because now you can say, okay, Lord, what's next? You have the faith to back it up. You have the trust. Now you trust him enough because of the experience that you've had, right? To Mm -hmm. go on into the next season. Because if you were still down here on this level, how could you actually go to the thing that he has for you to do? You know, he does it incrementally. Hmm. 100%. 100%. And I forgot to mention, literally after I left my job, a weight released from my shoulders. And we don't... Sometimes we forget that we're, and sometimes we don't even know that we're carrying a weight, like a spiritual weight, um, a demonic weight even. Um, Do you know why? And burdens. You hmm? know why? I've come to realize why is that? Why? Because you turned yourself into a God. Mm-hmm. You became little G. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and that's what I'm so serious. Like I've really been thinking about this like hardcore and that's the problem. And I think that was a whole other situation with COVID. We have turned ourselves to little G's God. That's so true. Because I depend on myself and all that other stuff. And then COVID happened and it's just like, where's your God now? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> You're not God, are you? <laughs> you have no choice but to turn to God because it just lets you see how much you are not in control. Mm. That's so true. And, and for the first time in my life, <clears throat> I feel at peace with not being in control, which is insane because I have been this control freak for decades. And so the fact, one thing I've learned about control freaks is that the things, the, the things that we want to control are really the things that we're, that are, that we're afraid of losing control over. Those are things that we're extremely insecure about. So once I started just consistently it wasn't like this overnight divine touch yes. it was consistently praying like 10 times a day i'm just like yo gotta release this burden one o'clock four hours in I'm like oh it's back let me release it again at the feet of jesus like do your work and i have faith 
I do this thing where like I hold God accountable. I'm just like, listen, man, you grown. Like you grown right now. And I was like, I need, it's, yeah. it's a humble accountability of just like, I need you to do this for me. I can't do this on my own. I am nothing without you. So please, I release this burden. And in return, what is the great exchange? What do you have in return for me? Like I'm releasing anxiety. Please give me peace. Psalms, no, Philippians 4 states that. Um, and then also like, uh, it's another analogy is like this shelf, the spiritual shelf of gifts and things that he has for us and fruits of the spirit. It's like, we can easily take anything we want to at any given time because yeah. he loves us so much. But <clears throat> when I came out here, I was unemployed and it was, it was a great moment because some of my um, bills were put on hold. Mm -hmm. So I was very grateful for that. of just like, okay, at least like at least half of my bills are put on hold. Mm -hmm. I'm at home or I'm, you know, grateful to be taken care of. I have a roof over my head, clothes on my back and food on my table. So I don't have to worry about any of that. I'm, I came um, back to Arizona because I was like, I just need to be taken care of. My soul deep down inside is like, you don't need to be in New York right now. Go back home um, where it's a bit more relaxing for you. So um, as I was reminiscing on uh, New York City, I was talking about those two things, finances and my acting career. And specifically just to focus on the finances, I was like, okay, God, once COVID is over, um, let me be engaged and active in the present, in this now, but also I'm dreaming about my future and still praying about that as well, too. Right. And one thing I realized was I've been changed spiritually, um, and I'm grateful for that, but physically, there has been some things in my life, financially speaking, where I haven't been seeing any fruit being produced for a really long time. Yeah. So what are you going to do about that, God? Like, how are we going to move? Like, what do you need me to do? I, he was saying, just be still and know that I'm God. And I'm like, bet. So let me just keep on praying for a miracle to happen. Right. And I was just praying for it as I was praying. Um, and, and just being still in the season, it's, it's, it was more than just, you know, waking up every morning and getting time in the word and prayer. I was, I started going on prayer walks in my neighborhood, just not even listening to music. I was just being still. I was like, let me just practice being present, taking a breath in, taking a breath out and just yeah. listening to the birds chirp. Yeah. watching the flowers and as I was doing that he gave me Matthew 6 where he said listen man don't be anxious about anything look yeah. at the birds of the air they neither sow nor reap yes. nor gather right. into barns and yet I feed them yeah. you are more value than they of more value than they like come, come on. on look at the flower lilies of the field they neither toil nor spin yet even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these Mm. You know, he's just like, don't be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow has its own troubles. Like, be sufficient for today. And first of all, seek the kingdom and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. And I was like, that's my one job, to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. That's all I, you have one job. He was like, Sterling, you have one job. And I was like, heard you, but yeah. so that's all I'm going to do. And as I was doing that and enjoying time with family, having great discussions with family members, catching up with old friends, old people who discipled me back in college, after college in Arizona, finding new ways of rest, motivation, reading books, writing. Uh, I applied for, I as I was doing all this, I was also doing work financially too. He said, be strong and courageous and do it. You have to participate in your own prayer. Right. With right. the blessing, you also have to participate in it. So I was doing some light job hunting 
um, and just applying to places and also still while simultaneously trying to get this unemployment insurance, these mm -hmm. benefits. It was near because millions of Americans, specifically in New York, are unemployed. It's yeah. nearly impossible to get in touch with a physical agent. The first half is you have to fill out, complete the application. Yeah, online, right. Um, fill out the application online and order, and also in order for the application to be fully completed, the next step is, I don't know if they changed it, but you have to get in touch with a claims agent and yeah, talk. Yeah, it's still like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was not able to complete that step because so many people are, the lines are constantly busy. And I've called at least 75 times at this point wow. in the past few months. So I'm just like, I just pray for a miracle that I can talk to somebody for the objective to get my money. Like, right, God, if this right. be your will, like, this would be a miracle because I could start paying off this debt, like, this credit card debt, this, that, I can pay this friend back, X, Y, Z, right? Um, my stimulus check said last week that it was coming May 6th. And I was like, oh, praise God, I'm getting a stimulus check at least. So I'm grateful for that. This was yesterday. I went on a jog. God works in mysterious ways. And when he works, he doesn't do it the same way over. No, at all. Never. So mm -mm. I looked at my bank account. I saw that my stimulus check, 1200 that's usually the standard for people. But then I also saw that... I want to say I applied for unemployment March 15th mm -hmm. and I saw all of these payments, all of these checks being deposited. I won't say the amount, but it was a total of about 10 checks deposited in my bank account on top of my stimulus check. And I was like, cause I, I looked before I opened up my checkings to see, I saw the amount and I was like, I was like, this, this is not, this is more than the stimulus check. And I opened it up and I saw the stimulus check, but I also saw 10 additional checks from New York State Unemployment Insurance. Um, you can't tell me God is not real. You cannot tell me God is not real. Come on. If I had a submarine, I would shake it like a Pentecostal person right now. <laughs> Come on. So that was, oh, praise that was God. insane. I, I'm still reeling from that and I'm still trying to figure like I'm still trying to there are not words to describe what I felt in that moment I, I this was right before I went on a run this was early in the morning and so as I was going I was just like thank you and I was like I can't say anything else than thank you and I was like and you know this I was like I'm just going to say thank you 100 times today because that's all I have to offer I'm sorry so, I just, just give me a moment let me just, <laughs> just take in let me just take in what you just said and just like, Father, we glorify you right now, Lord. Like, Amen. praise God. I thank you, Lord. You know, you are truly a God who provides. You were truly mm. Jehovah Jireh, dear God. You were truly Jehovah Jireh. Like, you were yes, truly Jesus. a God who takes care of his kids, Lord. Like, you know, every single need that needs to be met, Lord. Mm. <laughs> you know, every single need, Father God. And I just thank you, Lord. You said that faith without works is dead, Father God. And mm. I just thank you, Lord, that, you know, and, and just continue to walk it out. Continue to just trust in you because I know that faith and trust is not the same, mm. you know. But I just thank you, Father God, that mm. in him just like, in him just like, just, just, just walking it out by faith and then trusting you to do what you said that you were going to do, Lord. Because you can, man, you're so faithful. 
You're so faithful, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen. I'm sorry, I had to do that real Amen. quick. No, you like did. You know what you're I mean? Good, like, it's yeah. just, and you know what's crazy about this? Today is Thursday. Mm-hmm. We were actually supposed to have our podcast earlier in the week. Wait, we were. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. It was, supposed to be, it was going to be like on Tuesday, right? Monday or, or Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be earlier this week, and then it was just like, no, let's just try to do it for Thursday. Now, yeah. if, if we would have did it at the beginning of the week, you wouldn't have been able to give this testimony. And you know what's so funny? In the beginning of the podcast, when you said, this episode is about faith, that is the first story that came to mind. Oh, like, right? I'm definitely telling the story. The very first story, I was like, let me, let me build it up to this and talk yeah, about Yeah, buddy. That's and what like, I'm talking me, about. This was, this was the first story. Holy Spirit's like, talk about this. I'm like, heard you. Heard you, sir. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. So it's that is perfect. Look yeah. at God. I'm just, and now, like, still reeling from it, man. But now it's just, <clears throat> before this, I, I always told myself, I was like, okay, once I get the spoils, once my miracle does come, and this was months ago, um, maybe the beginning of this year, actually, I said, what am I going to do with all this money? I That's said 10% right. towards my savings account, 10% towards ties. I was like, let's plan That's this right. out because I want to approach this with wisdom and I want to be mature about this. That's right. Paying off this credit card, paying off that credit card, paying off this person, like, and all this stuff. And so seeing this now happen, I said, I don't know how God is going to do it, but he's going to do it. I just have okay. to trust um, and take it one day at a time, take it one week at a time. Yeah. And believing... Yeah. Uh, and having faith for each week is what I've been doing. Like I start the week saying breakthrough is going to happen. Something is going to happen. That's going to propel me to the next week. And then the next week, but let's talk about this week, God, like, let me just have faith for this week and take it one day at a time. And he's really been meeting me more than halfway. So with that, I got in touch with, I, I was actually earlier today on the phone with one of my friends who you know, has a financial business. She's a financial advisor. And I was like, okay, so I have this credit card, this credit card, this credit card. I got this money, all this money that came in. 10% went towards 10% went towards savings. I'm just trying to be smart on how to delegate the rest of the money and allocate it towards credit cards and stuff like that. Right. Um, exactly how much amount I should be. Um, just because like one thing that I've learned is like get you a team, man. Like don't, don't, don't be foolish with your money but also don't be foolish when you when the miracle does come and yeah that's right okay what's the next step now and for me i really don't like as far i don't i didn't plan on buying anything extravagant i still don't i'm like maybe another book i don't know i need to finish this book first but um i'm just all about saving this money and seeing what god has prepare for me also oh i also forgot to mention this i got a job <laughs> yeah i got a temp, temp job in arizona uh and ironically it was i got an interview on depot when i walked in during the interview they hired me on the spot praise god and praise god. that was on monday and wednesday was my first official day of training mm-hmm. at 10 a.m and at around 6 a.m., I went on the jog, and that's when I checked my bank account and saw that all that money came in. Crazy. And now it's just like God's saying, okay, you see what I can do with this, but also how I can do with your new job. Like, right. now that I'm thinking about it, it's a double blessing, again. 
double portions he's like okay now there's going to be money that consistently comes in now so it's just um and you know what's funny like the the unemployment check came right when you started the new job that's what i was thinking like that's exactly what i was thinking whoa yeah i was just i was like is this is this a joke god like are you telling me to quit this job so i can get more and i was like no 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 and the great part about home depot is that they said they have a transfer program mm-hmm. so i can easily transfer to a location right. in new york if i want to so that was one thing i was like if i'm when i do head back to new york it would be really nice and comfortable god right. if i have a job lined up rather than going back in quarantine and not right, making right, any money. Right. And so this is what happens, man. I'm just a testament. This is not a my own doing. This is the gift of God. This is what happens when we pray and pray in detail. Um my little brother just uh, came in and just interrupted. Um but I'm on the phone. Let him right say now, hi. So you wanna say hi? Hi. Hi. Hey I'm Sydney. Hi you see, Sydney is here. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's in here. the he's house. Right now. <laughs> I need you to be quiet, though, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, that's, that's, that's my story. That's, that's a, a facet, a part of my story in regards to just what it looks like to cling on to faith mm-hmm. and know that I have a spiritual father who yeah. is able to bring things into existence that currently yeah. do not exist. Amen. Like what we were just talking about earlier, manifesting seeing the manifestation happen physically due to your spiritual life, due to your spiritual walk, um, and God doing it. God wanting to do a work in our heart, in each and every one of our hearts internally before we see the miracle happen physically. You gotta be quiet. I'm so sorry. I don't have locks, so we don't have locks no. in this house. Listen, it's life. It's life. I got kids. Trust me, I get it. So <laughs> I so, definitely get it. Yeah. But let me ask you this question. This is a question that I feel led to ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there is a direct correlation between your relationship with God mm-hmm. and your faith? Flash mm. trust and trust. One hundred percent. I love what you said about there is a difference between faith and trust. Let's differentiate that because. One can have faith. Romans talks about this. If you believe in your heart that um, Jesus, I'm paraphrasing, but if you believe in your heart that uh, Jesus is, if you say in your heart that Jesus is Lord and believe that he has been raised from the dead, then you will be saved, right? That's faith. That's the faith portion. Right. And the next step is trust. Trusting. Truly trusting in him. And yeah, one can have faith and one can believe in their salvation. But are you also believing that God can move mountains? Do you believe that we can move mountains because he's given us that power and authority, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think another, another example of that is that like, okay, well, I can, um, because this is something that God worked on me this year Mm. and he helped me realize that faith and trust is not the same thing, you know, because like I completely trust, if God says Fabiola, I am going to get you to the moon. I'm like that. I guess I'm going to the moon then. You know what I mean? Like there's just no type of like, there's nothing in my mind to say that, oh yeah, I'm going to the moon. Like it's happening. 
this is what trust looks like. But do I trust God to get me there? Yep. I know it's I'm getting there. That's a question. <laughs> you know, like I know that I'm going there. That's cool. But it's, do I trust him to get me there? You know, yeah. and this is where the little G of the God part come in. And then this is where we usually mess it up at, right? Now mm. we're going to be like, okay, God, you told me. Now let me take it over. Let me take it over. I got this. Yeah. You know, and that's where we usually end up screwing out, uh, um, screwing ourselves over at. So mm. when it comes to relationship and as the relationship continues to, to, um, to, um, to cultivate with the Lord, mm -hmm. right? It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, well, as I, as, I, as I get closer and closer to him, then it's like, okay, well, I know he's faithful, like for sure, like I've seen him my whole life, like, but I trust you, God. Help me to trust you. Help me to trust you because obviously I'm having a problem. And I don't yeah. think, and I think that's the thing that we don't realize that we can ask God to help us through, you know, help us to, 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 to do that, mm -hmm. you know, help yeah. us to, 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 um, to grow in that area. So I didn't even, shh, you came back. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know that was a prayer until I moved to New York City mm. where a pastor said, where he was, he, after he preached a sermon, he was saying, Father, I hope that you, I pray that you help these people with their mistrust. Mm. My prayer life has changed ever since. So that's the thing. Like I can ask God to help me with my mistrust. And, and it's and it really for me stemmed with sometimes not being able to trust other figures in my life, other physical figures, whether it be friends or family members uh, growing up and having that brokenness in my relationship with that physical person be a reflection unfortunately with that. the way i viewed my spiritual father and so That's once real. i realized that um and once my friend was talking to me about that earlier this year like we prayed over it and that stronghold and that dominion broke in jesus name and i've been soaring ever since i have been soaring and it's been just uh, it's it's been a great testament of like what it looks like to say yes, God, I'm going to trust you. Sydney, stop. What it looks like to say yes. Mm -hmm. And then also to see God's like, okay, now you trust me. Like, this is everything that I have for you. Now. Right, right. You hear him? I is he distracting? Let me, give me a second. So, give me, I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to finally get him up. Give me yeah, a second. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So he's doing that. Cool. I just want to like just say that for those people who are having, you know, um, issues with faith, I want you to know this. Like Sterling is, he's a wonderful man. He is right, but he is no different from me. He's no different from you. He's no different from any of us. The difference between him and many other people is the fact that he decided to test God at his word, right? I'm just talking about how you are no different from anybody else. Facts, facts. I am not, yo, I am not, say it again, I am not special. Well, I'm special. We're all special in God's eyes, but like this, this can be any of us. This is anybody's story, you know? And, and that's the thing, like the Bible talks about in Malachi, like God says to, he says to us, like, test me, test me. He mm. wants us to test him because in saying that test, you know, in him saying test me, he's trying to let you know that yeah, shoot. I pass all my tests with off. Like he's like he's magna cum laude. Okay, like he does all of that. Like it's all it's always going to be an A plus every single time. You see, and it's just like test him, 
and that's mm. all it takes. And the, but the thing is, this is like a two-way street. You can't be like, "Oh Lord, test me," and then it's just like, "No, I'm gonna do my own thing." See, God, it didn't work. But damn, you didn't even give him a chance. Like, give him a chance, <laughs> you yeah. know. And, and 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 that's the thing. Like, just give him a chance. Like, you see these opportunities that Sterling went through. It wasn't just like he woke up one day and it's like, "Huh, there's trust in their faith." So yeah, there it is. No, it doesn't work that way. It's literally just like exercising. It's a muscle that has to be built. God presents these it's opportunities to you. It's a it muscle pres- that has to be built. That's let me. You not be spitting those. That. You not be spitting those lines sometimes. You I know. know. And and even the week before last, you said this at dinner party where you said, and it blew my mind of God is not going like if you pray for patience, God isn't going to give you patience all of a sudden he's going to give you opportunities to practice patience that's it and i was like whoa that's in all aspects of our lives like regarding trust i prayed god help me to trust you numerous times and what did he do he gave me opportunities to trust him that's it. and that allowed me to exercise my faith muscles that's and right. my faith grew tremendously because of those opportunities and it's a question of are we going to say yes to those opportunities? That's right. Are we going to like run through them? Are we going to, are we going to, are we going to slay those demons? That's right. Are we going to be the dragon slayers? Or are we going to be timid and hide? You know? Yeah. Oh, you know what that came into my mind? I think about like with David, right? Yeah. Before he even fought Goliath, before he even fought Goliath, like remember this, like it just, David didn't come out of nowhere with those, with that slingshot and those rocks it did it like listen he's been practicing for a long time mm-hmm. because if you read like the chapters before that you're talking about he's somebody like he was small right he killed a lion and the bear with his bare hands we don't we don't see that so because before he i mean yo if and that's the reason why he can go was that samson was that david who killed the lion and the bear i thought that was samson David killed somebody. He killed some type of animal. I do know that though. He did kill somebody with, I'm gonna have to look it up. All right. But David did kill an animal though with, with, uh, with his bare hands before Goliath came. That's the reason why he was so cocky with it (laughs) when the time came. So that question that I asked about, like, do you think there was a direct correlation between your relationship with God and your trust and your faith? You know, yes, there is. It was a trick question. Yes, there is. Okay, because when you know, when 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 David was actually in the meadow, when nobody else was seeing him, and it was just him and God, that's where he was writing those psalms at. Some of those psalms at. Absolutely. He was just. He was just. His. He had such a beautiful, intimate relationship with the Lord, getting to know Him, understanding Him. You understand what I'm saying? And just you know, so he was. It was just being built up inside of him. You know. And I think, oh man, it was, no, the bear was Samson, the lion, or some type of beast was, like that was, was, was David, because okay. he was a shepherd. He was a shepherd, so he was in charge of watching over his family's sheep. So mm-hmm. there was an animal, I don't remember if it was exactly a lion, but I do remember that there was some type of animal that came up on him trying to kill the sheep, and then he was like, no, 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 not today. And then he killed that, and then he killed it. You understand? But, mm-hmm. you know, so by the time the opportunity came for Goliath to come, he was like, who's this uncircumcised Philistine? Like, basically, who are you? <laughs> do you not know who my God is? Like, you coming up over here trying to do all of this? Like, nah, stop it. Yeah. You know, but he's had enough of experience and, you know, that type of relational type of um, dialogue and 
those type of things with God so that when opportunity presented it, so it was nothing to him. And that was the same thing with you. And that's the reason why I say, and I, and I, and I still hold on to this. That's the reason why it was a bit easier for you to walk this out with this whole situation with the finances, because you trusted him before when he gave you the opportunity, you took the opportunity and then you worked on it so mm. that when this opportunity came, look how God blessed you even more. So like mm. how much debt did you wipe out? so quickly in such a short period of my um, a short period of time you know, i was like this is i was like this is a, a prayer prayer this is a miracle prayer but i said yo i i would it would be a, amazing if i could just wipe out all this debt at once or like in within a short very short period of time and we'll see what happens it, it like i'm about to wipe out from one of these credit cards like a third of the debt with this one pay, or, or almost 50 percent of it with one the payment that I'm about to make. And I'm like, is this, this is a thing? This is really happening? It's so wholeheartedly. I'm, I'm grateful. And even like historically speaking, going back to David and Goliath, I, well, another thing for me is that I got to a point in quarantine where it was just like, spirit, I have nothing. I have like nothing to, it came to, in, if I were in New York, I would be stressing out about X, Y, and Z. And when I was out here in Arizona, I was just like, I'm not stressing out about anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have X, I have rent due following month. I have utilities due following month. But I was just like, I don't, I don't have anything and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because I know my God will provide for me. And okay. another miracle that happened. Well, look at that. He's just full of them. Yeah, I forgot about this. I got to write these down because I need to remember yes. what God has done. Yes, very so important. I do get in a similar season of like not trusting or something like that. I can go back and remember yes. what he did that's for right. me. Um, so that's another note for people listening and watching. When your miracles do happen, when your answered prayers do come through, never forget about them. Write them okay. down mentally in a note app in your journal to remember. Um, what is it? May 7th? May 1st, I paid for rent. I got um, I got a $1,000 grant from this actor's relief fund for artists for oh, wow. COVID. So praise God for that. That was another miracle. So it was like trickling. This was like the grand miracle of miracles, mm -hmm. as I see it in my eyes. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I don't know what else God's going to do. But that happened last month. And I said, okay, that's great. This is awesome. At least I can still pay for rent even though a lot of us New Yorkers don't want to and disagree. I was like, Amen. that's uh, giving me the money. So I'm just going to be a great steward of his money and a law abiding citizen and pay for rent. And when I paid for rent, that was essentially all the money in my checking account. But I was like, I'm fine. Like, I don't really have anything I need to pay for out in Arizona. So I'm chilling. I'm not complaining. The following day, I checked my bank account. Um, I don't know why, but I got... Uh, a deposit of a hundred dollars in my bank account and it didn't say from who it just said deposit and usually when that happens i like somebody who has my bank account information deposits it themselves and i and i was like this wasn't me um mm -hmm. if it was a family member they would have zelled it like chase quick pay zell and i would have received a notification so i was like is this literally a hundred dollars from heaven directly from heaven is this god himself i was like what is going on so I texted, I asked my, my brother, he's like, I didn't deposit anything. And I texted my mom and she said, call your grandmother, she may have done it. Or I think I texted my mom and the Holy Spirit put on my heart, my grandmother, because ironically that day I was gonna call her anyway. So I was like, let me just call her to see how she's doing and ask. 
And as it was ringing, the text notifications came up saying, my mom, I didn't, but maybe your grandmother did. And my grandmother got on the phone and I was like, hey, she's like, that's so funny that you called because I was just getting ready to call you. I just came back, got back in the house. And I said, what were you doing? She said, I deposited money in your bank account. She said, I woke up this morning and she said, something told me, wake up, get dressed, get out the door and deposit $100 in Sterling's bank account. Come on. What? Yo, I love God. And he takes care she, of his kids, man. For real. And I was like, what what she said. So I she had to get a money order at this one place to take the bus to get to the get the money order and then Aww. take another bus to get to the bank itself and then take a bus to get back home. And I said, You did all of that? She said, Yeah. She said, Something inside me, literally something spoke to me saying, Wake up and put money in your bank account. She's like, You didn't ask, but She's like, something told me. And yeah. I was like, that was the Holy, wow. That was the Holy Spirit. And Is your grandma saved? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it was, and it's also just crazy how uh, even before the last time she deposited money in my bank account, have you heard The Blessing by Elevation Worship? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay. You sh- it's a fairly new song. You should listen to it. It's really powerful and just... It's emotional, but one of the lyrics is, I'm paraphrasing, um, dang, something along the lines of, he is uh, beside you, he is behind you, he's in front of you, he's all around you, he is with you. That's good. And when that song came out, I want to say back in March, I just was listening to it on repeat. And then a few days later, my grandmother deposited money in my bank account. This was back in March. Yeah. And I called her and I said, thank you so much. And mind you, she hasn't listened to the song, but she said, what did I say? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, what did I say um, about you? And I said, what? And then she quoted those lyrics. She says, I'm in front of you. I am behind you. I'm beside you. I'm all around you. I'm covering you. Like, I got you. I couldn't help but get emotional because I was like, that when, when she was saying that distinctly, I was like, this, this is somebody speaking through her. Yeah. This is a spirit that is not, that lives within her but this is outside of yeah. her. Like, this is another spiritual being. And I knew that was a Holy Spirit. And then I just started my, just tears started swelling in my eyes. And then I thought of the song and I'm like, it's just those beautiful moments when you hear people speak and it's exactly what you need to hear. And it's those moments of that was exactly God. That was God. Like I got a taste of hearing his voice. That's what it felt like. So, yeah. That is so... I love God. Yo, that. All those other stories just started coming up as I started. You know, but those are like, if you look at it, those were like little, uh, little mini appetizers before the meal came. Yeah, for the entree, the three course meal. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, like for sure. And mm-hmm. the beauty about this is this: there's a dessert. Ooh. <laughs> just a little something to keep you looking forward to. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, that's wow. You got to think about it that right way. There. Yeah, that is true. There's yeah. a dessert that's along this along the way, and then the best part that even when a dessert comes, there's snack for later, and then the day is over, and then the Lord <laughs> and then the following day, and that's what I was about Repeat. to say, and that's it, <laughs> and that's exactly it. You know, because why? Joy comes in the morning. Mm, you know, mercy's how does it go? Mercy's um, mercy's something something anew every day or something. 
mercies become new every day, whatever way it goes, right? But mm -hmm. that's the thing, like, you know, and then the, and, and I think another aspect of that is like, you never like stick on yesterday's manna. That's facts. You know what I mean? Like, Give us to stay our daily bread. Right, exactly. Because it should be, it should be an all the time thing. Because mm -hmm. like, I mean, as, as a mother, like, I don't want to just give my kids something one time. I don't just feed them one time. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I want, you know, like I feed them, like it's a constant thing. It's a constant thing. And then depending on, you know, I ain't gonna lie, like some of the, especially like the ones when they're really good, like I give them like little sweets, extra little treats. Let's go get some <laughs> ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, let's go, you know I what I mean? Let me give you, you know, let me give you a little <laughs> lollipop when I go to the store. Like, just because like, I just want to bless you with this. Wow. Like I'm, and that's the thing with God. I think that's how He operates anywhere. Like I'm going to feed you no matter what because you're my kid. Mm. But like more and more, I spend time with you because we got that little intimate thing going on. Like I want to bless you with more. Like I'm going above and beyond. Mm. So, um, oh my God, this has been so good. This this has been so fruitful, so fruitful, and filled me up so much. I look at I that. I'm talking so about food without even realizing it, huh? <laughs> We're still talking about food, but oh my gosh. So what I would love for you to do is just to impart that faith to the listeners, you know, um, impart that faith and just, if you could just pray with them and, mm -hmm. you know, um, because once again, like God is no respective person. God does not play favoritism. If he did it for Sterling and I know he has done this in my life time and time and time and time again, you know, and if he did it for us, he will most definitely do it for you. Go on, Sterling. Amen. Amen. One thing I I wanted to bring back the David and Goliath analogy mm -hmm. of how beautiful and in some aspects of our life we carry the David in us. Like if we're the David, what's our Goliath? What is our giant that we're supposed to defeat? What is our what is our demon? When it even when it's Daniel in the lion's den, what is the lion? What is yeah. what is the lie that the lion is telling us? That God wants to shut up the mouth of the lion, just like he did with Daniel in that cave. Daniel 6.23, and Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no harm was found on him. Why? Because he trusted in his yeah. God. Angels actually came down in that, uh, descended, went down in that cave, and shut up the mouths of the lion. It was like, the lions will not harm you because you trust in God, because you believe you have faith, but also you took it a step further and you trust. Trusted. You trusted, you prayed, you fasted, you just, you went above and beyond. And what does that look like for us? Um, mm -hmm. One thing that I'm realizing with David is that some, uh, I think this was Pastor Charles Metcalf who brought this up in Transformation Church. I can't remember which sermon it was, but he said, the thing is with the slingshot, back in those times, the slingshots were deadly. If you, David was a master of the slingshot. Yeah, right. And when he did, um, slingshot, I can't remember it. I didn't, I can't remember how many miles per hour, but it went really fast to the point where it can kill people. Yeah. With Goliath, right. he was a giant and he had a specific height. And with those specific heights, there was like a term for those type of people. But those people essentially, <laughs> even though physically they looked scary, when one could potentially battle them, they would, they, they were slow movers. Right. So David right. being short in, in stature versus this tall giant, like he didn't even have to, duck and dodge like he didn't float like a butterfly sting like a bee he's like let me just sling my slingshot right right because right. i know the yeah, power yeah, yeah that's good that this carries even though the world may underestimate it the holy spirit lives in this god lives in the slingshot 
you know? So um, what, is, what is the weapons that God has given us? What are the tools, the armor of God, you know, that we fight against? It's not against your friends. It's not against families. In this season as well, too, it's not against specific people regarding even racial injustice. Um, because race is a thing and it's, and bigotry and hatred and prejudice and discrimination is unfortunately right now embedded in the DNA yeah. of this country, but we pray against that and we rebuke that, but at the very deep root of it is sin. Yes. It's not against rulers, yes. not against flesh and blood, but rulers, authority, present powers uh, over this, uh, cosmic powers over this, um, present darkness, yes. um, in Ephesians chapter six. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I let me just pray right now. Let me just stop talking and start praying. <laughs> well, and before you do though, yeah, it's, it was First Samuel seventeen. Um, mm-hmm. it, it came into two places. First Samuel seventeen thirty four. David replied, "Your servant has been tending his father's sheep, and whenever a lion or a bear came and carried off a lamb from the flock, mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. That's one. And there was another scripture. I know that. First Samuel, okay. yeah, First Samuel seventeen. 36 through 34 and this is like well um 54 is like a little smart part which says that he says i have killed lions and bears and i will do the same to this heathen philistine who has defied the army of the living god that's first samuel said i'm definitely gonna read that awesome yeah. so he was hyped up like but, you were yo, saying <laughs> that's what i'm saying you know but that's because i mean he didn't just come up on goliath like that it's because he had the experience because i mean i know if it would have been me if i done killed lions and bears who was this uncircumcised Philistine? Like, who were you? Real though, it's because you were you had that experience and you remembered that experience. You're like, I remembered what my God did for me exactly. then. Exactly. What's to say that He's not going to conquer exactly. this beast now? Exactly. Know? So exactly. And it, and also, this reminds me of this is in First Samuel two thirty verses chapter thirty verses six, where um, it said uh, I'll try to be short with this, but it was a passage where. David's, David and his army were at war with this another nation. I can't remember the name of the nation, but as David and his army went back home, they realized that the city was not only burned, but the women and children were stolen. The, yeah, right. They I were stolen and yeah. all of their goods were stolen as well too. And his men, they, it was fascinating how they, they went through a period of mourning together, the whole yes. army. Mm-hmm. And then shortly thereafter, his men, looked at David with the vexation and anger, threatening to kill him or doing, do something malicious to him. Right. And David was distressed at first. Um, and I loved it how it said in the same verse, David was distressed, yet at this, afterwards he strengthened himself in, in his God. He encouraged himself in his God. And what does it look like in moments of distress to acknowledge your feelings? Because God isn't saying dismiss them yet. No, first step is acknowledge it. But step two, now, what are you going to do with that feeling? Because it shows your true character. Yeah. Our characters aren't revealed during times of success. That's and right. And in the land of milk and honey, mm-hmm. our characters are put to the test and truly revealed when we're in the wilderness. For That's facts. That's you know? 100% facts. That's so, good. That's a yeah. good. And even the post, the victory afterwards is like after he strengthened himself in the Lord, they found the nation, they conquered them, they, none of their wives or children were harmed. They got their, their goods and then some yeah yeah and it's just like let's not forget the victory that happened afterwards why because david encouraged himself in the lord and what does it look like for us as yeah. believers as sons and daughters of the most higher even if you're watching this for the first time and you don't even you're just getting a taste of what um 
having a relationship with Jesus looks like. Um, reading the book of Matthew, reading the book of John, seeing how Jesus encouraged other people. Jesus healed people and, and cast out demons and yeah. because he had compassion and because his character was so beautiful yeah. um, and because he encouraged others. How can we exemplify his character and his encouragement, not only to other people, but to nurture ourselves as well too and make sure our hearts and our internal lives aren't going unshepherded. You're just spitting some fire there, huh? <laughs> I feel like I should uh, like get a, 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 what you call it, a fire extinguisher now, but, but you, you, <laughs> fire, fire. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> but let's go ahead and do that, uh, that prayer. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to make you come back on here, man. Because, <laughs> mm, my God, um, my God. But, cool. Yeah. I'll close this out in prayer. Yeah. Um, God, thank you for being God, thank you for being the only God, King of kings and Lord of lords. We praise you. We worship you. We thank you for the life you have given us, for being the protector of our lives and the guardian of our souls. We thank you for placing us on a high rock, for, for showing us off, um, for, for giving men in return for us, people in exchange for our very own lives. Why? Because you love us. <clears throat> because you have showed us what true love is, because this world would not know what love is if it wasn't for you. Thank you for <clears throat> creating streams in the desert, streams in the wilderness, making a way out of nowhere, making the impossible possible, knowing that our problems are bigger than us, but, but you are bigger than our problems. I pray over Fabiola. Thank you for her um, partnering with her in her dreams to create this platform, to create this podcast for people to get saved, but also for people to get encouraged and strengthened in their face faith and to pour out unto other people um, because out of our hearts will flow rivers of living water. I pray for faith, for faith to arise right now, um, for people just to reach new spiritual heights, but also new spiritual depths, um, to encourage themselves in the Lord, just like David encouraged himself in you, to speak things that into existence that currently do not exist. Like David said, um, to believe it, therefore we speak it. We speak it out because when we do that, we are proclaiming as kings, as ancient kings once have, knowing that the devil is the prince of the air, but we have power and authority through you, Jesus Christ, to diminish that and to break his stronghold by, by reverting and, and calling out and vocalizing your scripture, your manna, your promises, your encouragement, which is healing to our flesh, refreshment to our bones, and a sweet, sweeter than honey, sweeter than the very honeycomb. We love you, we praise you, we thank you so much for everything you have done in the past, for us to remember that, for us to be active and engaged and alert in the now and the present, but also to dream, to dream boldly and to dream in detail for our futures. Jesus, give us your heart, give us your mind, give us your eyes, give us your wisdom and your love. We ask for all the fruits in the, of the spirit and all of the gifts that you desire to give us in your name, amen. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Praise God. Wow. This is Ooh. powerful. <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna need some physical food after this. I need food. <laughs> I was like, this is I you need to take this all in. This was good. Yeah, Thank you. you. Oh, Thank you for man. opening up and, and sharing. I've learned I've learned so much from you, Fabiola, just from your wisdom and you are a testament to just 
your your life is just a testament to God's faithfulness and his righteousness. And oh, uh, literally whenever you step in a room, whether it's a physical room or a virtual room, such as this, such as dinner parties, this podcast, like people are truly, their souls are getting replenished because of the words that are coming out of your mouth. People are getting blessed when you speak. So. Thanks for listening. Keep binging Netflix style on this season series, The Adventures and Struggles of Being a Believer. Don't be stingy. Share, like, and subscribe to the Created Fab Podcast. Visit us at createdfab.com.